Capcom presents. Mega Man, today we finish this. Hey, Zach, why must I fight you? We are not enemies. Shut up. They accept all my imperfections. Sorry for the disconnection. But here's all the missing sections. You know Mega Brand came equipped with weapons. I don't mean Smith and Wesley's, but the gun smoke will choke ya. We do it for the culture. Lights of the round controllers up in holsters. It's a beautiful world. I'm smelling everything. Take flight and soar on legendary wings. No swagger from Mike Hagger. Wrestler turned mega turned teacher turned rapper with mad gear. Leveled up from last year. Trust me, it's dynamite. From the third strike to final fight. So I'm gonna stay locked in. Since 83, way past 2010. You never heard of this live ass. The Capcom Unity Podcast. So I'm gonna stay locked in. Since 83, past 2K10. You never heard of this live ass. The Capcom Unity Podcast. Welcome to Capcom Unity Official Podcast, episode 28. I am Gregaman. I am Yuri. I am Brett. And now on three we'll harmonize. One, two, three. Uh, uh, thank you for listening, guys. This is, yeah, we got actually, there. <laughs> I was expecting that to be much more disastrous. <laughs> Catastrophic chord. But uh, yes, <laughs> glad to be here. Let's just get on into the news. So the DMC-style tournament, which has been in progress for the last several weeks, uh, still going strong. We just wrapped up uh, round four. Today, those voting results will be going public. Uh, Unless you're listening to this uh, right. oh, yes. afterwards. Unless. In which case, that will already have happened. But, uh, Didn't even get a minute in this time. <laughs> <laughs> Record-breaking. So when you last heard from us on the podcast, Kyosuke had won round one with his astonishing play. He is joined now by MA16V3 and Steel Serpent. Who do you think is going to win this round, Craig? I kind of have a feeling. I know who it is uh, going to be. I don't know if I should say it. I don't want to jinx it. Or <laughs> It's well, going to be Michelle Gunn. If it's not <laughs> Michelle Gunn, I will eat these words. I will let this podcast go up as is so everyone can know how wrong I was. But Michelle great. Gunn 201... He's sort of a uh, a pillar of the whole DMC community. He's made some of the most incredible combo videos ever. Mm. Uh, and promoting those was actually a big part of my community campaign. So it's awesome. Like, even if he doesn't win somehow, uh, it's great seeing him participate. And all the participants in this tournament so far have been pretty great. Yeah, I know we had some uh, representation there from Brazil, my country. Mm-hmm. Anderson, yeah, Anderson Santos player. was very good. Super good. And, like... Yeah, I I was uh, cheering for him. Steel Serpent is also someone we've seen uh, for a long time in the community. And even before we were doing this tournament, he was making videos doing uh, no damage runs of the new Gods Must Die difficulty level, which is uh, no easy feat. Yeah. So I think it's very fitting that he is a finalist. And so after this round, which is the fourth round, uh, we'll be entering the final round where the finalists from each of the four rounds will face off in one uh, final match, which is a little more freestyle, uh, and the winner will take home the incredible limited edition uh, version of Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition that is coming out in Japan. The pizza box Delicious one? pizza. <laughs> yeah. Pizza. Uh, <laughs> 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 
So yeah, I'm pretty jealous, to be honest. The rest of the participants get a coupon for Papa John's? <laughs> Not a guarantee. Yeah, you're inducted into the Book It Club. Uh, personal oh man, pizza. Book It. Yeah. That was great. Uh, that was a great way to get Land Before Time puppets at Pizza Hut. That was a great <laughs> way to get kids to eat pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I got all these books and man kids love these books but Pizza Hut's just not taking off <laughs> uh, Mega May which we had teased previously is in progress now it being the month of May uh, and that begins with it's a good uh, Arcade Fire song y- which part of that month of May oh right it is and uh, <laughs> that's an actual song I thought you were doing a like, no trademark jokes no this is an actual song like when we were fighting those that boss in Mega Man Two, that's essentially just circles on the wall. You're like that's yeah. my favorite Rush album. <laughs> Man, no memories. I don't like laughing at my own jokes, but no, uh, it was great. Uh, it's fine. First time that I of course it, was so. in Mega February, <laughs> back 2012. in 2012. Uh, so moving on, but uh, yeah, so Mega May started started off uh, with Mega Man and Bass, which is out now on yes, Wii U. Wii U uh, with uh, the rest of them. Kind of coming out chronologically, so you can kind of guess the remaining order. The remaining games being Mega Man Zero Two, Battle Network Three, and Battle Network Four. And each of the days, uh, both versions of Red. You know, when Three comes out, it's both versions come out. Uh, and then mm-hmm. same thing with Four. Both versions release uh, as their own game. Right. But uh, yeah, Mega Man Base out now. Game Boy Advance version. Now. I understand there, there's a conception, I won't say misconception, bleh, I won't say misconception because I believe it is propagated by the games themselves, but uh, conception that his name is Bass, like the fish. Mm. Uh, but that's in, it's weird because the game, or the whole series, has this sort of music motif going on with the character names. Right. But most of that was lost in translation long ago right. when they decided to change rock and roll to... Mega Man and Roll. <laughs> <laughs> Roll's fine. Well, that I get. But, um, uh, but, but yeah, it being like gospel and forte. Right. Yeah. And then his dog is treble, which is the opposite of bass. Right. Not bass. Not bass, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the opposite of bass? Tuna? Mac- mackerel? I, I think there's I a Seinfeld bit on this, right? One swims with the current, one swims away from. Yellow or against. No. I think it's bass and tuna. Yeah, bass and bass... Bass and trouble. Community question. <laughs> What's the opposite of a bass? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because I only knew like Mega Man 8, where the wonderful VO of Mega Man 8 is bass. Right. And I'm like, that's not his name. Right. <laughs> like, but there were other issues with the acting. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. Let's, right. let's, let's move on. Another uh, yeah. news, Monster Hunter Mondays are back. We were on hiatus yeah. for quite a while, but uh, this was this was a weekly tradition for a good long while, uh, playing Monster Hunter and streaming it on Twitch TV every Monday. Uh, That's twitch.tv slash Capcom Unity, you know. Yes, it is. And, uh, we, you know, it's a little harder to stream 3DS games than... But we did it, Doodle. We did it, Doodle. Yeah. <laughs> Man, good drop it. It was a key quest. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so Yuri's helming that. Uh, yeah. And then usually Brett or I sit in as his co-pilot each time. Uh, we're playing four ultimate. Yes, yep. which is the latest one. Everybody's been uh, super excited yeah. about that. Uh, I've had multiple questions like, "Hey, when, when are you gonna bring back Monster on Monday?" And yeah. you know, so uh, it's finally um, it's a uh, you know very happy to be back. Mm-hmm. So uh, well, we're playing with you guys. Yeah, that's the cool thing is you yeah can, uh, because the game is online, we can play with you while we're streaming. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so one of just one of the caveats was that we had to start a new character, um, but it's uh, it's been fun to revisit all the Hunter Rank One and Two quests. Um, yeah, it we, was because I was on the first one. We came back, and the number of times we had to clarify. Yeah, like what Capcom guys her HR one. It's like this is guys. This yeah. is a new save. We got. This. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> how like, do they make the game look, without? Look, how I'm not getting it. hit. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, and it's it's been fun too because we're also getting uh, new hunters uh, that drop in, and, and uh, you know, for the first few quests, we got a group of three other players that were G rank, and the monsters were getting obliterated in less yeah, than fifteen great. seconds. <laughs> uh, so we're like, okay, we got we got to have a balance here, yeah. have some low rank yeah. people that just started as well. So it's it's been fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of Monster Hunter, the May free LC is out, so make sure you pick that up. It's a big old bundle of free stuff. We don't recognize that pun here. I don't. This. Is that not allowed? No, it's. What was the pun? Free, free LC. Oh, that's fine. It's a pun that's on the word D. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 uh huh. Accepted. Uh, and there's also a cool free theme uh, showcasing yeah. the game's weapons, which is also available for your 3DS. Is that new 3DS only? Or no, no, any? it's any it's 3DS. A, yeah, it's any 3DS system. You get a free theme. It's a sort of a, a token of our appreciation for making this a million seller in the West. So Very good. It's pretty good. Shipped. Monster Hunter has arrived. I know. I Pay attention, everybody. We it's have true. a free theme. There's a game uh, that's good. You should play it. And we also have two item packs. So if you're just starting, or even if you're a veteran, there's items for everyone there. Uh, so go to the... Uh, eShop, download <laughs> patch 1.1, then go back to the game, then that opens up the gift area. You get two uh, Make sure you talk packs. to the cat to go yes. to the shop, and then in the shop go to the Don't gift worry, area, yes, and then yeah. in the gift area, <laughs> make sure you're facing uh, Magnetic North. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, once, once that's all uh, done, you get uh, a bunch of really cool items such as traps, life powders, portable steam bombs, which surprisingly... Uh, yeah, the it, best item ever. I didn't even know what that was. What Don't worry it? about it. I'll uh, make a video just right. for that. Okay. It's that I've Whoa. set it as priority for this week. Okay. We were fighting the uh, the frenzied bracky or the one that's in the Cantor area. Right. Oh, yeah, like the raging always, bracky. Yeah, he's like always glowing. And yeah, so, Greg, yeah, yeah. Greg, get this. Uh-huh. There's a bracky now. Uh-huh. That you know how when he drops the slime, the slime will s- over time change color and explode? Uh-huh. Imagine if now the bracky's arms and face did that. And if he's red and you hit him, he uh-huh. explodes. Oh, dear. And then he doesn't take the damage. You do. You take the damage. That's devious. It's, I it's know. It's really bad. But <laughs> it's, it's in a fun way where you're like, you think, like, Bracky's one of those monsters that, like, seems very intimidating. But when you fight a hundred of them, it gets into this, like, sort of comfort zone where you're like, I kind of know what he's going to do. And I know uh-huh. when he's going to, like, leap at me so I can roll forward and go under him. And right, right. You kind of be able to get into But then when you get in that position of, like, I don't even want to hit him right now. Wow! Yeah, because it's gonna. That's I'm just uh, gonna get blown up. Wait like. for it, guys. That is downright insidious. Oh, whoa! Man, I had to buckle in. <laughs> I actually, scooted my chair back. <laughs> As I said, we've arrived. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, Please. And speaking of free ongoing content uh, this for podcast. our games. <laughs> Uh, hop on to residentevil.net if you're playing Revelations 2, which it should be. It's great. Uh, hop on before the end of May for another shot at the bloodied Gina costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing another, what, what, what is it, invasion of the large creatures? The or monst- giant monsters or creatures or Japanese word that can be translated three it's different a, ways. It's, it's, a raid, it's a raid mode. <laughs> yeah, it's a raid mode. Uh, 
mission and goo. Uh, where and we did one like this last month where you you basically have a humongous version of one of the enemies uh, coming toward the shore of this beach. And you just have to fill it with as many bullets as possible and do as much damage as possible. And that dam damage is uploaded to a server, and the damage that all players do is accumulated until eventually one of these beasts is defeated yeah. and, and it if drops. You wit if you witness the monster going down, uh, you get the Bloody Gina costume. Right. Uh, this time around, there are three monsters, mm -hmm. so the odds of you seeing one of those three right. is a better, better chance of it. But, yeah, it does mean you've got to kind of – there's a little bit of guesswork involved of, like, right. well, the, well the, the life bar is full now, so I'll come back in an hour or two hours yeah. or this afternoon or tonight. It's, it's next a week. bit right, like right, the right. lottery. Yeah, it, uh, it kind of is. It's yeah. a lottery where instead of scratching a ticket, you shoot a thing. You shoot a wow. thing. It's or, a lot more yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah you yeah. shoot a thing, and then you leave the the map and go grind out some more raid mode maps and then come back. And and I've almost got yeah. – uh, in between work, like, I'm not we haven't had time, but I've been – Grinding to unlock ciphers such that I can unlock Lottie, and do some streams and give. Maybe we have some copies of the game. We'll give those away. Oh, and start a ra start awesome. a ra uh, raid mode stream. <laughs> I am not the best by far, and mm -hmm. I'm not uh, the most skilled by far either. But I have something the better streamers don't have, uh -huh. and that's free copies of the game. That's true. Oh yeah. So <laughs> also, I am the best and most skilled, okay. and I I'll be joining you. Okay. Yes. Good. I mean, I'm fine at it. I don't like suck and like just embarrassing but uh but i'm the best okay uh also <laughs> what was i gonna oh yeah just, i did want to just mention though like anyone who's played dragon's dogma which you also should because it's awesome uh the ur dragon i think i think this concept of the giant beast that everyone contributes damage to comes from the ur dragon which was a similar creature in dragon's dogma kind yes. of phases into your dimension yep. damage yep. then it phases out uh yes <laughs> So, <coughs> was that in vanilla or just darker? Is that was in vanilla. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's part of the Everfall. Oh right. Which is an awesome concept in and of itself. I'll let people discover for themselves. It's my favorite Foo Fighters. It's a bit of a spoiler. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> dude! Everlong was like so <laughs> dating myself, I guess, a little bit. But uh, which you is dated a, which is something I did a lot of in high school. I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> oh. joke writes itself. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, you gotta get to know yourself. You know, no, but yeah. like I was in a band in high school, and we were like part of the little like high school band scene, you know, or like all the guys that want to be cool and are in bands. And they had this thing called the high school coffee house. This is a complete tangent, <laughs> but uh, high school coffee house where all the kids in bands like come together and perform at school. Three out of like five bands <laughs> played Everlong. Wow! Like not not just Foo Fighters, they all played that song. Yeah, I mean that was a big song. It's still heavily rotated. Like it seemed a bit. Mu you'd think they would like adapt on the fly. Oh no, the last two bands right. did Everlong. Yeah, Maybe we should do. <laughs> well, I feel, I mean, big I, Me. Or <laughs> I've never been in a band, so but I just assume like once you've practiced that. Uh huh. And then you get there. It's not like you can really course correct. Like yeah, it's like you don't have a, a single other song ready. I guess that's wait. Yeah. Everybody, Come on, everybody played one song or they played a set. You played. They played a set of three. Okay. Uh, three yeah. or four. I would just play two and be like, uh, I think we're done. Uh, other <laughs> song you. was ever long, and you guys probably don't want to hear it again. Yes, that's what yeah. I would have done. Anyway, yeah. uh, back, back to topic. video games. <laughs> uh, speaking of live streaming, though, as we were now minutes ago, uh, Devil May Cry Four special edition streams have also. Uh, kicked off, and we're doing one a week. These are Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific time. 
Uh, we've already done Virgil and, at this point, Trish, at the point you're listening to it, unless you're listening before the podcast comes out. Again, that's not possible. Which again, that, right. Well, I just want to cover our bases here. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so coming next on down the pipe is Lady next week, and then uh, we'll be doing Dante and Nero, who are not new to this game, but just as a recap, since it's been a long time since 4 came out. Hmm. Um, Some of you have gone to and graduated high school <laughs> <laughs> and college, frankly. <laughs> and college. That's yeah, true. And congratulations to you for but they've that's, yeah. that's going good. through. That's yeah. good. You should do that. You've arrived. But, those, yeah, you know, they're still as playable Ooh. and fun as they were years ago. Uh, so please join us. I'm trying to show off the moves in as much detail as possible and really give you a feel for what the combat is like for each of these characters. Uh, Lady, in particular, is quite different from anything you've seen before in the games or in the series because she's so uh, long-range focused. Uh, so I'm hoping to show her off to the best of my ability. And finally, Capcom recap still going on. If you did something cool, funny, or wicked awesome... Wow, in a yeah. Capcom game, old or new, send us a video clip at recap at Capcom.com or via Twitter with hashtag Capcom Recap. And we will compile the ones that we like into a video. Video. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, there's a few volumes already up on uh, our YouTube channel. So, uh, yeah, check them out. Take a peek. They're a lot of fun for us. And uh, it's a fun opportunity to highlight cool stuff that the community is doing. Uh, and you know, give your YouTube channel some exposure because we, you know, we cite the channels of all the videos that we steal. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yes, that's what we would prefer. You send us one to recap at yeah. Capcom dot com, yes, <laughs> rather than the uh, other thing. Right. Uh, so getting into the main topic today again, it's it hasn't been a super news heavy time, so I just kind of pulled a topic out of a hat, uh, full of topics I've wanted to talk about. Uh, so today I was thinking we could talk about difficulty in video games. Uh, I think that's uh, that's kind of back in the discussion, you know, in a, in a big way with uh, stuff like Bloodborne being so popular, and and now Monster Hunter as well, having sold shipped shipped over a million, having shipped over a million copies in the West. I think uh, I think difficulty is kind of coming back. I don't know if it ever left, but that's. Uh, I'd say it left in the sense of uh, being a marketable selling point. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, the concept of difficulty changed so much. Because when we were little, mm -hmm. a lot of games, like, when we were, like, indiscerning children mm -hmm. in the Atari and NES days. I guess Atari for me more. Mm -hmm. I'm so old. <laughs> uh, but especially in the NES days, that's at least a good watermark. Uh, benchmark? Benchmark. Be mm, benchmark. Barometer? You're trying uh, to measure water or definitely not pressure? watermark. Trying to use who cares? Milestone. Uh, Mark McGrath. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and other hosts of extra. <laughs> <laughs> Dating ourselves yet again. Um, whoa. Jesus. So this is thirty. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, my favorite arm in Capcom is probably. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> No, uh, when we were kids, difficulty was like, oh, this game's too hard. When we didn't realize the game was just bad. Like, yeah. difficulty was associated with not good. Right. So, for a long time, it was like, if this game is hard, it's probably because it's a bad game. 
Mm-hmm. And we didn't realize that at the time. It's like, oh, you play some you know licensed game that was not good, right. and you're like, oh, I don't like it. It's just too hard. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, you don't like because the mechanics don't work. It's not. It's unclear what to do. Right. Whereas even as a first grader, I was playing Castlevania and you know Zelda One with you know no real direction or guides, and it's like Zelda One is like to me this great example. I keep comparing Stark Souls and yeah. even Bloodborne back to that. It's like it you have all the the, the tools you need and. Yeah, if you walk the wrong way, go the wrong path, you're going to get stumped. But it, the lesson is remember not to do that next time. Right, and if right. you need an arrow to tell you where to go, that's your fault. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so it's great that some games do that. Some games don't. But we got, to this, yeah. we got to this point now where I think, like, intentional difficulty, uh, it's a little, I don't want to say trendy, but I, I feel like it gets thrown around too much. Like, it's the Dark Souls of blank. And you're like, that's a very easy shorthand just to say, you made a game that doesn't hold your hand, yeah. right? And like, I like playing a game that's some that's a tube that I walk through and I get cutscenes and yeah, yeah, all yeah, the yeah. End. like that's all well and good. But I also, being someone from the '80s and '90s, it's like in arcade days. It's like yeah. games that ask you to get better at something or do it again. It's like that to me is actually a game. Yeah, that's something to play. Right. Whereas while I liked playing through, you know, Arkham or Remember Me or yeah, Red yeah, Dead. Yeah. It's like there. W- it felt more of like an interactive thing. I yeah. I, I journeyed through and had a great time with. But I the, guess Batman yeah. you actually can't get better at because the combat's so good. But not yeah, a, but not I, a good example. I feel, well, I feel mm-hmm. like there there's been a trend over the last several years, uh, especially in the West, where games you know they're they're built for you to get through them. Right. Yeah. It's almost yeah, like yeah. Uh, you ever been on like one of those rides where you have the light gun. You yeah. Know, and you're like you're on a ride, right? You're gonna go from beginning to end no matter what. You're strapped in. Uh, and there is a skill-based perform, you know, performance element where you're shooting at stuff on screen, but it's almost beside the point. It's like you're gonna see the end. You may do better or worse than other people, but this thing is designed yeah. for you to see it all. These harder games, and I was thinking about this a lot lately. With one with Bloodborne, but something I've also thought of a lot for Monster Hunter over the years is that it's like a it's like a, a hike or like a rock climb. I guess more like a rock climb with Monster Hunter. Mm, like yeah, I remember you. You have like uh, all these different ways in which the player can feel a sense of progression. You know, there's the linear. There's a sort of linear path, like the story missions or the story quests. But that's uh, that's just like one facet of the game. And meanwhile, you have the hunter rank, and you have gear, right? And what I find happens to me a lot is I'll be going to finish out like a list of quests and I'll come up against a wall. You know, something is just too hard. And I feel like I've, I've tried this more times than I care to try it without any sign of it becoming, you know, doable. So it's like it's like r- climbing, like trying to scale a wall and you're, you keep going for this foothold that's out of reach. So you need to find another foothold that's higher, but not as high as the other one. And that can come in the form of, okay, well, maybe I abandoned trying to beat this quest and instead work on trying to get a better weapon that yeah. will enable to me enable me to uh, beat this quest, you know. Or maybe it's just grinding for uh, potions, you know. I, I don't have enough potions, and that's why I keep failing the quest. So there's all these little things that are, you know, less of a leap forward, but still, uh, you know, a foothold that will help you get to that eventual leap forward. And you're just constantly looking for the next. Uh, yeah, it puts grab. it on. It puts it on you to get better rather mm-hmm. than let's show you. You should yeah, go yeah. this way, and yeah. 
you know, you fail the quest three times in a row, and it goes like, having trouble beating this monster? <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> never, it never says weapon. that. Yeah. yeah, it's like, and the same thing with again, I take it back to Zelda One or the Souls games or Bloodborne, where it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you can go the wrong way and be like, huh, I keep dying at this boss, but. Is it because I'm not doing enough damage? Right. Yeah. Is it because I'm not? And sometimes that can be frustrating because you're like, right. I don't know if I'm supposed to be here or not. Right. <laughs> um, so you can well, yeah, you kind of make up little other like alternative objectives for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Uh, and and yeah, I mean to to sort of clarify, uh, Monster Hunter has gotten better over the years of of making sure that the path that you go through, say in the story mission uh, the quests, it's uh. It, one quest will sort of prepare you for the next one, mm-hmm. um, and even then, like even well, we had the the a panel back in uh, San Diego Comic Con last year, mm-hmm. and the director uh, Fujioka-san he was uh, going over like the the designs of the monsters and like how they designed the the Yankutku, and they right. they had this they had cool. these grand designs for like a Rathalos and Rathian, mm-hmm. and if you just get tossed in the game and you go you you set up against uh, a Rathalos, then you're gonna get completely destroyed. Right. But they made a similar design, which was the Yankutku, so mm-hmm. that it could sort of prepare you for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's sort of a counterpoint to everything you guys been yeah. saying, but it's still part of the the overall experience, I'd say. Uh, yeah, it was like that kind of blew my mind when you were uh, telling me about that because I missed the panel. But <laughs> it was like I never really thought about how similar the cut. Like it really is like a like a poor man's. <laughs> Rathian or Rathalos <laughs> to the point that it even kind of looks like one. It's like it's like the runt of the litter. The yeah, <laughs> giant beak, <laughs> uh, goofy attitude. Mm. Yeah, it's it's like me versus my brothers. Teehee, <laughs> that'll be cut. They listen to this. <laughs> uh, but I think uh, there's a lot of interesting examples of uh, how difficulty is treated in Capcom games. Just going back to Monster Hunter a little, and we we talked about this, or I talked about this in one of my blogs at least, but, um, you know, with Monster Hunter, uh, something that I think sets it apart from other games that share similar elements, you know, like, uh, I guess, in particular, RPGs, right? Uh, is that there's no experience points, really. I, I guess there are after you hit, uh, like, rank 8. Well, but it's not like you're trading your experience points for anything like, oh, you get another... It, it doesn't make you stronger. Yeah. It doesn't, they, there's you no get plus five on power for beating... There's no arbitrary yeah. improving of your stats just for putting in the time. Right. And uh, instead, you, imp- you improve your stats by being better at the game, you know? It's like, to, to, coin, to quote Tim Rogers talking about Bloodborne, actually, but it applies here as well. Uh, this was in a recent Gamma Sutra write-up he did. The player is the experience points. Mm. And I think that's uh, you know, that's that's something that is very Capcom to me. Even uh, even though he was saying it about someone else's game, but um, this idea that the the buck stops at you. You know, you have to play this game awesomely. Or I guess with Monster Hunter, uh, their way to be a little more inclusive is you can play with friends who are awesome. Right, right, yeah. and they'll help you out. Uh, but it's cool to me that, like, you know, you have a rank, but the rank only represents, uh, you know, real in-game achievements based on your skill. Yeah. You know? It's not like, oh, I I grinded to get to a higher level. It's like, yeah. well, I played <laughs> until I knew how to play better and then was able to do the 
yeah, rank challenge. Yeah, I guess the, the, the easiest way to sort of visualize that for me anyways is to say that uh, with Monster Hunter, you cannot kill 500 Velociprey and expect to get stronger in the game. You yeah. have to get out of, you know, yeah. just killing Jaggies and you have to go for the Great Jaggy. And then after that, you have to go for yeah. the... You have to actually conquer the bigger yeah, challenge. You have to, to take off the training wheels. Get better. You, it's not... I mean, we see this in other, like, mostly turn-based RPGs where you can go after the, the small-time enemies and kill that 500 times. And sure, it's going to be slow, but you do level up and get stronger, you know? Yeah. yeah, but it's like... I mean, it's like any kind of shortcut in life, though, where, like, you <laughs> you you did the easy thing enough times to get you to the end result, but you... you Cut your you cut the ex- you cut yourself out of the actual experience. Mm. Right, right. Uh, life experience, not the experience points in this case. Right. But it's like it's kind of a fraudulent. Uh, like yeah, you can grind. Like FF three, you could fighting Ultros, the squid guy, octopus guy. There's like a place where the raft you're on goes in a circle, and you can oh, set yeah. the controller in such a way that it will just fight and loop in this oh, raft yeah. scenario, and you can like oh, turn yeah. it off and leave, and you'll gain levels. And it's like, that's all well and good. And it, it's a little different in a turn-based fi- a game like that, but at the end result is now you're just really high-leveled, but you're still going to get to a boss and not know what they do. Yeah. yeah. And, you, and it's like... Well, I feel I like so, some of those games, uh, the ones that were not super great at the boss design, they, they sort of... You know, you kind of have to be level 35 to beat this. And right, yeah. Oh, well, you got here and you're only level 20, so you have 15 levels to grind through, so you have to yeah. kill small enemies. Right. So uh, that that's what I was... Right. That was that's in, in has Monster been Hunter, my experience. You, you, in theory, in Monster Hunter, you can do anything in the game uh, from square one as long... I mean, you don't have access to all the quests, but, you know, theoretically speaking, you could yeah. take on any monster as long as you're good. Yeah, yeah. But you have to be really, really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but just by the time you get to G rank, it's like you've learned enough about behaviors and your own it. Your own it. Even if you're not the kind of person who thinks about animation frames yeah, and yeah. invincibility frames, it's like you just start intuiting and yeah. learning. Like, oh, this swing takes this long to complete, and mm-hmm. I can't dodge out of it till that's <laughs> done. So I know by the time I get to G rank, like, I'm not a Street Fighter frame counter guy, but I do. Right. You you feel you feel the difference, and that comes yeah. from just not grinding a hundred enemies, but playing the game. Right, right. right. Huh. So some other examples. Uh, uh, because I've been playing so much Devil May Cry lately, both uh, DMC and Devil May Cry Four, uh, I've I've been taking a lot of notes about how they deal with or the role of difficulty in that series. Because I, I've said before, I think even on the podcast that like. Uh, I kind of think difficulty is beside the point in those games. Like, I play those games because I want to do cool, like, combat stunts, you know? Mm. And I'm always, like, trying to experiment with the combat and do, like, crazy moves. I don't really care about it being hard. In fact, I often find that it, it gets in the way. But I know that a lot right. of, for a lot of people, probably the majority of uh, fans of the series, uh, difficulty is super important to them. In fact, I think they said as much with our community question. But, um, yeah, you know, it's like... The whole draw for a lot of people is this uh, sort of brutal difficulty and being able to navigate that in a in a smooth, stylish way. But the games, and this is something they've done for pretty much the whole series, they have basically a full like spectrum of difficulty levels, probably more than most other games out there. You've got your basic mm-hmm. 
like easy and hard. And then when you beat the game, you unlock subsequent difficulty modes. You get Son of Sparta, Dante Must Die, and these like mix up the enemy waves, so you're fighting different enemies. It almost feels like a different game. Uh, and then the enemies get like a, their own devil trigger. And yeah. then and then they innovated uh, the heaven and he- I'm sorry heaven or hell and hell and hell. I always get that wrong. But uh, <laughs> and those are just kind of like almost like uh, house rules kind of thing where everything is one hit. Which like it's interesting because you unlock that after doing the super hard difficulty mode. But I wouldn't necessarily say that purely makes the game harder. Mm. The heaven heaven or hell. It just kind of makes you feel, yeah. yeah. It, but it, it it alters the difficulty in like a sort of twisted way, you know. And then hell and hell is just kind of for sadists, <laughs> masochists, yeah. sadomasochists. Well, I, I was actually thinking about DMC before when you when you were talking about the games that take you for a um, a ride, ride and experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I think in particular the new uh, Devil May Cry. Uh, it does that in in a very interesting way. Like mm-hmm. it strikes both uh, chords with that because mm-hmm. if you just play the game on normal or even Nephilim, you're gonna have a good experience. You know, if it's your first Devil May Cry, you're gonna possibly die a couple of times mm-hmm. on Nephilim. But then at the end, like you said, you unlock all these other difficulty modes. So right. it just uh, it rewards you with more challenge. Uh, yeah, and uh, and then so with DE they did something interesting. They c- they basically I think they looked at stuff like heaven or hell. Wait, yes, heaven or hell and hell and hell. And I think they were like, okay, what are some other ways we can, you know, tweak the difficulty but not in a straightforward way, just like making it harder. And then you have stuff like must style mode, which again is like you're basically just adjusting a slider. Uh, it definitely. Uh, alters the difficulty, but not in not in the way you might think. You right. Because it's more like like I almost look at must style mode as a tool to you know make it so like some of the easier fights are just meatier, meatier, more meaty. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, you know what I mean. It's like especially in the early levels, like uh, you put must style on, like they're still just zuckle enemies. They're not any harder, but like it, it ensures that you can have like a cool, stylish fight you can see oh, right, yeah. yeah they don't die in two hits <laughs> exactly and then some of the harder fights in the game become brutally hard you know especially uh you know like the boss fights because to to maintain an s rank on a boss uh is a lot harder well i think too with uh with dmc there's uh there's that thing where, where you're saying with monster hunter you mm-hmm. can have you can be you know if you're a good player you can be you, you can drop in kind of anywhere mm-hmm. um but the one thing that I will say is that y- you kind of have to know the weapons, mm-hmm. which uh, it's interesting that the game doesn't give them all to you right at once. Like you kind of have to get all, not necessarily yeah. all the weapons, but also all the moves. Right. Yeah. Oh, I think it's um, it's super important that they don't give it to you all at once because then you you it forces you to or it doesn't force you, but it encourages you to try and incorporate every single move. That yeah. you learn. And especially in DMC Devil May Cry, where every new move or upgrade has an equal value. Yeah, yeah. Because they switch to upgrade points. Right. Uh, they, you know, that sort of ensures that, like, you're you're just getting the moves that you want to use. And then 
it's trickling them out so that uh, you know you're not you're not getting bogged down with too many things at once. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely made me con playing DMC. It made me consider more. I would like go through each uh, each new move and think like, okay, well, how would I work that into a combo or like does that send more fun than this other thing yeah. or that sounds like it might be totally. more useful yeah. but it also seems like that's kind of a way to end a combo and i kind of looking into a way to extend a combo yeah yeah and i don't know and Crowd because they were upgrade points instead of like well this move costs more to unlock because it's better move yeah. so uh, yeah yeah what's the first thing you guys unlocked do you remember i mean i don't remember what's allowed first but like stinger is Something I pretty much everything I work I and not counting the weapons you don't have. Yeah, I work yeah. toward. I mean, things like stinger or uh, in, in, in increasing the aerial combo, like yeah. to where oh, it's yeah, four hits roulette. instead of three. The roulette, yeah, roulette, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think either, for me it was probably stinger or uh, what's the other one with it? Oh, the ricochet is not done right away. Right. So you can yeah for the yeah. guns. I think uh, Stinger and, uh, for me, Enemy Step is super important. Oh, yeah, so you can jump cancel. Yeah, which is like, I don't know. I think <laughs> it's at the point where people are maybe obsessing over jump canceling too much. <laughs> I've seen some very spammy jump canceling attempts of late. Uh, mm. But there is a time and place. And uh, to me, that's just such a rewarding thing. It's one of those things where when you get it right, you feel really cool. It'll be interesting to see what people go for first in a four special edition because uh, you know the upgrade system works quite differently in that game you don't have uh, upgrade points you have proud souls which you get based on you get pr in proportionally to how stylishly you fight in the in the previous mission the mm. rich get richer and then as <laughs> you yeah and then as you buy moves every other move becomes more expensive so you really yeah. have to prioritize Ooh. And you can crazy. you can sell moves if you, you decide to, but uh, you have to really think about it. <laughs> and there's a lot, there's a lot. Of, but I will say that uh, for special edition, they've adjusted the rate that you get proud souls, so you actually oh, good. you can upgrade a little faster now. So I'm looking at this list. We have God Hand, which uh, we try and talk about uh, every day. <laughs> uh, and God Hand has uh, a pretty interesting difficulty uh, system. I guess you'd call it dynamic or scaling difficulty uh, or a, a leveling. So they, they use the term level up and level down in the game. And basically it's, it's based on your performance in real time. Yeah, I was going to so say it's real time difficulty scaling. It's pretty... Intense. So as you uh, fight well and you know do damage without taking damage, uh, you will level up. And there's let's see, there's three levels plus level die. Is that right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> One, two, three, and die. Yeah. Uh, and this will affect how the enemies behave. It'll affect. Uh, I mean, I guess that's the main thing. Is they become more or less aggressive, more or less. If. <laughs> I thought I had no. something. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but uh, it's less aggressive. <laughs> Less aggressive. Uh, yes, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> eh. Derailed. 
Uh, yeah, but so you, it's funny because I remember the first time, I think I saw a screenshot of something where it said level down. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, who did anybody you take a screenshot of that? Sort of negative experience system in this game. It's like, well, no, they mean difficulty level, and you get a you get a great audience reaction. <coughs> when, uh, every oh time yeah, level down, cheers. Uh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> forgot I've, about that. I've yeah. never been good at staying high level in that game. I need to up. There's my a game. thing you can you unlock by beating the game on level die, right? Mm, or probably. Yeah, I've never done that. But, but yeah, the enemies will block more. They will be more aggressive. They get all hot headed. Yeah, hot see them literally hot like steam come out of their head. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think it's. I think it's a pretty interesting. Does this also affect the uh, the demons that spawn from enemies? Like, do they become stronger depending on the level? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I rarely hit level die <laughs> to be honest. Uh, but uh, something to investigate later. But yeah, I think this is something I, I, I read a long time ago. There was actually a Gamasutra article that put together uh, games like Dark Souls, and I think back when the first one was out, and mm. they they made a point to mention God Hand and how <laughs> that dynamic difficulty thing was uh, was quite brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the ideal. I think is that the game is kind of always, you know, uh, adjusting to the player's level. But that's easier said than done, I think. Yeah. And God Hand, I think, you know, the gr the greatest thing about that game, and it's something I like about a lot of the Japanese games I like, is that it's very limited in scope, you know? Right, it right. Basically, it just it gives you this handful of mechanics, and that's the this whole hand game. It's a God handful. Yes. And your job is to master those mechanics. You know, it's not it's not all singing, all dancing. It's just, like, punch and kick some dudes and block. <laughs> Actually, no blocking in this one. There, I'm sorry, dodge, dodge, yes, yes. dodge hand. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I, for one, though, in general, am a am a proponent of, you know, easy games. Like I think you can be fun uh, without being super hard, and oftentimes being super hard is not particularly fun. You know, I mean, it's yeah, it's a different, it's a different frame of mind. Like, there's definitely, you know, you sit down. I, I want to play something where. I want to be tested and get better and learn. And when, by the time I beat it, I feel like I'm I'm better at this than when I bought the game. Yeah. And there's other things like, you know, I want to play through Kirby's Epic Yarn and have this really fun <laughs> ride that's beautiful to look mm -hmm. at and just charming and pleasant. And, like, yeah. it, it's, it's just a, a fun ride from beginning to end. And, you know. It's definitely a mood thing for me. Yeah. You know, well, sometimes you want to. <coughs> it's almost like games are a rich medium. It's true. <laughs> But hey, let me add a third one and and super relevant because it's it's Monster Hunter, mm. uh, <laughs> where it's not just you know the relaxing time, but it's not difficulty for the sake of uh, I'm getting better at Monster Hunter. Sure, now I can you know, evade these other five attacks mm -hmm. like consistently from the Nagakugo or whatever. Right. But I think the end goal for me was making that new sword. You know. Yeah. yeah. So the difficulty is there uh, to give more value to the sword. Yeah. You know, yeah, so in, in a way that that piece of weapon, I may never use it again, but I know it has a value that is a lot higher than the parts that it took and the zenny that it costs. It's just like yeah. I had to yeah. overcome this boss fifteen times. <laughs> and when people and I mean not some for some people that's the motivator is yeah. To show it off. Like right, it's right. like, oh I have this great sword and like you know how 
like, do you know how many things yeah. I needed to make this great sword? Yeah. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Sit down. <laughs> so many things. Or, you know, you can just tell, like, oh, that armor set, and you're like, oh, wow, that I didn't even want to mess with that armor set. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I did. He's, like, I, he's been picking some pumpkins. My <laughs> 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 cat is dressed like a pumpkin. Uh-huh. Oh, Bumblelumpkin? Bumble pumpkin. Bumble pumpkin. They couldn't. Bumblelumpkin? Bumblelumpkin. Blimp. I like what I'm hearing. Uh, like Okami, it's funny because Okami was another Clover game, but it's like the opposite end of the difficulty spectrum. That's one of the easiest games that I can think of, mm. and it's it seems to own that. You know, like that's it's not the point. I almost feel like it would be obnoxious if that game was hard. Yeah, you know, it's a game about beauty and you know experiencing this world and harmony and flowers, bringing all, everything together and generating life. Uh, and you know, there's <coughs> combat. But the combat is more just to – it's almost like it's just there for thematic purposes, <laughs> you know, and to give you something to do. But um, yeah, it's never too br- – uh, there's some fights near the end that get a little tough. But, like, in general, uh, the game wants you to relax. Enjoy yourself. You know, enjoy your time here in glorious Nippon. Yeah. <laughs> so I felt about uh, – came out on 3DS recently, uh, Box Boy. Oh, yeah, that wasn't very hard. It is not a hard game Box for quite a long time. Uh-huh. And then, like many HAL games, uh, it's super easy and then has this hilarious spike at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you, Kirby Streamland 2. Oh, man. <laughs> Dark matter, everybody. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> it's it, But it's like that kind of like, when you turn it on, it's like, it's a puzzle, it's a puzzle platformer, but, you know, it doesn't make me think that hard. It's yeah, like yeah, it's it's yeah. just yeah. it's just enough to go like uh, okay got it and then the next level mm, got it <laughs> and then twenty levels later mm, got it and <laughs> but then when you get to the very like near the very very end it's like okay now this one I got to actually think about but it's like at that point you've invested time and right. but that whole journey is just this casual pleasant fun game uh, that's also really cute to look at has this great presentation with like really simplistic graphics but. That usual Nintendo <coughs> published charm of like these great, even like the sound, like the menu confirmation sound is <laughs> like things like that were that I uh, frankly a lot of Japanese developers are good at, mm-hmm. like just simple UI. I love a good like menu sound. Yeah, it's like even if even if sometimes the menus can be hard to understand <laughs> or <laughs> or are put in weird places, uh-huh. it's just like uh, it's just navigating them. Is, is, is a joy. Is, you want to get lost in a menu. Yeah, like, like uh, at your favorite restaurant. I always joked that like FF13 has like the most beautiful menus of any game ever. Oh yeah. It's like I forget. It's been so long because the game's five years old now. But there's some like when you get in a menu, there's like all these different stores that you go to, but the stores are just like their own screens mm-hmm. in a like internet that you connect to. But like each one of them is this like completely redesigned menu. Wow. Like with a new wallpaper and like I think like nice. maybe theming to it of some sort, mm-hmm. but it's just like one of those games where the UI is just really pretty. Like mm. like being in a menu, you're like, man, 
<laughs> how crisp this font is. This yeah. is great. Look at this menu. <laughs> so, what do you guys think? What do you think is the hardest Capcom game ever? Well, I think I, I just have an inkling suspicion it might be one of the Troubles? Mega Man Zero games. Yeah, or Troubles. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Mega Man Zero is the most I've ever torn my hair out. I'm bald now. <laughs> I did get to the end and didn't finish it mm-hmm. because of that. Just like got worn out. It, it, it beat me. Super hardcore game. Yeah, you just you have to know these levels inside and out. And then if you want those S rank rewards, yeah, yeah particularly in Mega Man Zero Two, you have to reload your game, right? And then yeah. Well, that's not. That's kind of like an, a sort of arbitrary thing. Like you, you want this, so you want to go mm-hmm. through that, right? Yeah. yeah. I just think when Zero came out on Virtual Console and we streamed it, though, I started playing it again, both to practice and to stream it, and it. Even then, though, in, in the mindset that I'm in now, where I'm, because at the time Zero came out, like hard games weren't really, yeah, a thing. It was just like, oh, that's way too hard. I can't play it. Right. Like right, it was right. almost a defeatist. Well, thing. the, the like, original oh. on a GBA. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, oh, this isn't. Like I bought it because I'm like, well, this is the jump and shoot man stuff I'm into. Mm-hmm. Um, Battle oh. Network. I, you know, friend played. I was like, that seems fine. But that's, you know, I, I'm more into this. And then when Generation, Zero came out, yeah. I'm like, hey, now we're talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I remember getting it and being really into it, but like, oh, this is so uh. hard. But, <laughs> and, but but I was just, the mindset I was in wasn't where I'm at today. And when I went back and played it you know, early this year, late last year, I was like, oh, this isn't nearly as hard as I thought it was. Right. It's still very hard. Right. But you know, I, sp- <laughs> I spent like two days playing it off and on, and I was already like, "Oh, he's gonna do this, and I need to remember when I see that to avoid this." Yeah, and yeah. It yeah. became like easier, way faster. Right. Just from I think the last few years of like, you know, I think I think it's working at Capcom and being surrounded by things like Dogma, Monster Hunter, Street Fighter, <laughs> things I was already a fan of, but I wasn't like dissecting them in the in this. Like right. I would play Street Fighter since arcades in '91 played as Blanca ever since <laughs> and never got any better. <laughs> and then like hanging out with Seth just, you know, even before I worked here and him just going like for five minutes, like giving me the most basic, like, well, here's what you're not getting yeah. when you're playing it. And then in five minutes I got exponentially better <laughs> yeah, just yeah. by him telling me like, you know, you don't have to keep using your special moves. Like, <laughs> they're, yeah. not, they're not the, <laughs> which is what, you know, when you go play someone in an arcade, it's like, I'm re- I'm throwing a fireball. And it's like, yes, but why? Why are you throwing the fireball, man? It's your motivation. Yeah. <laughs> so things <laughs> things like that. So then when it got me to this point where when I went back to play Zero with all these things rattling around in my head, it was like this infamously difficult game was still challenging. And right. still, like, I probably cussed at it out loud in the office more than, <laughs> more than, ten, twi- more than 10 times. But it was uh, – it felt – it was fun. I don't know. I, I – I felt a bi- I felt a stronger appreciation for it now than I did mm-hmm. when I was playing it in college when it came out. Yeah, partly because it was demanding of me, and and it wasn't yeah. super punishing. Where like when you die, it's not like well do it all over again like the old games. Yeah. Well, you can yeah, still y- continue even. You then, still so. yeah, you still have save points. Yeah. Uh, you, you get to continue. There's, I think mm-hmm. zero one had a weird structure. You could like give up. Yeah. Or reload you, a save. Or you go. To, you're actually taking up quests almost like monster hunter style mm. uh, yeah but then zero two is it a little more structured and stages so you're selecting the boss and you go in there okay uh, where's zero one and you're like oh go take care of this yeah it's thing. like the underground facility and yeah yeah, yeah. And that's as far as i remember <laughs> of the first one um i'm i'm uh, excited though just to have these on wii u for for the you know just 
to be able to play with a adult-sized controller. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean that as a, you know, slight or anything. It's just like... It was hard to play on an yeah. SP. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's actually where I played it. Yeah. yeah. So last week we asked you, what's your favorite Capcom appendage or appendage backstory? <laughs> uh, we got a, a few nice responses. Izzy says... A classic example in my books would go to Dulcim's stretchy limbs. That's oh, a good yeah. one. That's a good answer. How he manages to move them normally after contracting them back in place is a huge mystery. Maybe the bones are stretchy as well, or maybe they're inhabited by his cousin. <laughs> to say? It's all that yoga. Not confirmed. Yeah, I guess it is. And then <laughs> Vega Man, who's always good for a Sengoku Basara-related comment, says, I think Oichi's demon hands. I love her. She's so cool. Uh, can be mentioned as well in the context of this discussion. Furthermore, one of her alternative weapon designs has a direct reference to her late husband. Huh. Interesting. Kind of like the opposite of the wife arm. Mm. Yeah, the husband yeah. arm? The, the counterpart. Hey, yeah, they, counterpart. Should, they should meet up. <laughs> they got a lot in common. And free their respective widows. <laughs> <laughs> this week we ask you, what Capcom game has the best or worst or most interesting or whatever else you want to say? Uh, take on difficulty. Talk about difficulty in Capcom games. Uh, <laughs> or alternatively, what do you think is the hardest thing you've ever had to do in a Capcom game? Let us know in the comments. And one star commenter will win a free thing. <laughs> Thanks for listening.